You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And hello again, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Medelsky and Melissa Scaccio here at St. James Coffee in the one and only Rock and Roll Rochester, Minnesota. Had a wonderful interview there with Stephanie Aquila, and I feel bad. I totally lost track of the time, so going into the break there, I just had to kind of snap, snap, and hurry up there. Uh, But hisgirlsunday.com, you can look at all those resources. Exciting to hear about that liturgical marketplace that uh, is going to be at there pretty soon for all the different liturgical resources, you know, the the stuff of liturgical living that you can uh, find there. I'm excited about that liturgical kitchen. If you can go on the website right now, I highly recommend. There was some really good-looking food on there. Yeah. I, I saw Easy Peasy uh, Lemon Bars. Oh, I love lemon bars, and too. And I thought the the Easy Peasy part, I, I'm all for that. So uh, that, that's always good to hear. But uh, time to move into our next interview. Uh, the, the second hour, both of our guests will be on site right here in the uh, St. James Coffee, uh, sitting right next to us, which is always fun. Uh, our next guest is Zach Rawson. He's the Director of Children, Youth, and family ministries at Pox Christie, right across the street. We get to look at Pox Christie, whatever we host here at St. James Coffee, and wave hi to the priests and you know everyone going to the Adoration Chapel. Watch them walk across the street towards us because <laughs> no one drives over there from here; they just walk. No, absolutely. So, uh, anyway, welcome sometimes to the show. I drive. Yeah, sometimes you do drive. That's true. I, I wouldn't blame you. Some of these Minnesota winners, especially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, welcome, Zach. Thanks, uh, would you Nick. introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, uh, like Nick said, I'm the director of Children, Youth, and Family Ministry at Parks Christi. I've been there for 11 and a half years, years now. Wow. Um, I've been in ministry, in church ministry, professionally for over, I think it's 18 years. Wow. Um, I worked in the cities while I was in school, and then a little bit of time after school. Um, and then before that, I was a volunteer as well in my home parish uh, and in college. Uh, I went to the University of St. Thomas for Catholic studies. Before that, I spent a couple of years in Duluth at the University of Minnesota Duluth. Hmm. I met Father Mike Schmitz there. Oh. When he was like a baby priest? But, right. Oh, was, you're so lucky. Yeah, I can't remember how many years he was ordained at that time. Not many. Yeah, I was going to say Maybe not many. two or three. You can say you knew him back then. Yeah, back, then. back <laughs> before, then. Before his face was on every billboard and every <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was awesome. And I, he came my second year, and I was uh, a leader in Newman and Catholic Campus Ministry there, and um, met him, and the whole year kind of transformed my life, and uh, talked with him about what's what's next for me, and he kind of kicked me out and said, "You can't stay here." Uh, I made my way to St. Thomas, mm. which is his alma mater. He went to SPS uh, Seminary, and uh, yeah, that 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 really. So, did you always know you wanted to do ministry, or did you go into Duluth thinking, I would like to be an architect, or yeah. I would like to be an accountant, and then you just kind of grew into ministry? Yeah. I went to Duluth thinking I'd be a professional Boy Scout. My <laughs> major was going to be um, outdoor education oh, nice. and recreation. And I, So, when I was in co- high school, looking at what to do in college, I I didn't really know what to do, and so I looked at what do I like in my life, and I, right. I was a Boy Scout, Eagle Scout, I uh, am an Eagle Scout, I... Um, just thought, well, this could be cool if I, I did that for life. I always knew, though, that I wanted to work with youth. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, w- I thought I would definitely be a volunteer in youth ministry because I had such a powerful experience when I was growing up. Hmm. Um, never considered theology as something that I would 
study. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, yeah. Catholic, I didn't even know what Catholic studies was. Uh, and then I met Father Mike, and he kind of made me rethink all that, consider seminary, uh, and and go from there. Which you did not. Did you I go did to not. seminary? I at did all? not. I took the easy route. <laughs> I, I didn't fully commit. Like I, I took, I took Easy. the first step in, right, and I didn't commit to seminary. Uh, you touched I, your toe in the water and like ran. Yeah, <laughs> I knew I couldn't handle the um, the schedule of a seminarian at, at least at that time. Maybe I could now, but obviously that's, it wasn't for me. I'm that's married. true, though. Saint, uh, University of St. Thomas is right across the street from the seminary up yep. there, right? So you yep. were literally like next door, <laughs> just yes. just in case, yep. just in case at the Taking time. Taking <laughs> a lot of classes with seminarians, <laughs> right? And, uh, most of the, a lot of the seminarians at, at uh, in undergrad at, at St. Thomas get a degree in Catholic studies. Mm. Awesome! And then, like, so you have a family too. Like, yeah, talk married, about them. Uh, married to my wife Suzanne for twelve years. Uh, she's a nurse at the Mayo Clinic here, and I uh, have two uh, girls. They are ten and eight, and they're the best. And they're super cute. I've yeah. seen them. <laughs> they they went to school with my kids, so and awesome. Yeah. They know they're cute too. <laughs> They use that against you, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Right? Yeah. Two, two little daddy's girls. Yes, yeah. they're adorable. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so if you're just tuning in, Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scaccio here at St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota, speaking with Zach Rawson uh, from Pax Christi across the street. So your title is Director of Children, Youth, and Family Ministries. What does that mean? Yeah, uh, a year ago we kind of reconfigured our offices at Pax. Um, we used to have a team in youth ministry with uh, four of us, and we had a team in children's ministry, and we would work together, uh, mm-hmm. but not all the time. Right. And we had some staff leave uh, and some budget uh, crunch. Yeah. There's always came. budget issues. Yeah, yeah. budget issues. And kind of looked at, well, how do we really want to move forward to the future and do this really well? How do we create um, a program, faith formation program, and other things, ministry that is um, cohesive from birth through adult. And they decided to bring uh, our youth ministry and children's ministry teams together. Mm-hmm. So they did that under one director, which is me, mm-hmm. uh, children, youth, and family ministry. Then we have a coordinator of youth ministry and a coordinator of children's ministry. Gotcha. The three of us work together. I assist them, help them out so that they're not in ministry all alone. Right, right. And we work together as a team, too. A lot of the events uh, will have all of us there, um, or all of us have some role in, in planning and executing those events. Uh, but then my primary role is supposed to be family ministry. And we don't exactly know what that looks like yet, but okay. <laughs> we know we want to meet the needs of the family unit hmm. as a whole, right? Whatever the family looks like. Um, so my job, my task is to figure out how do we do that and how do we do it well? What are the needs of families and how do we meet those needs? And we have our new diocesan thing where, like I mentioned in the last segment, where we're supposed to run family ministry events monthly. Mm-hmm. They want to see each of the parishes doing that. So has that? how's that going for you guys? Uh, well, it's <laughs> going a little slow. We just I talked about the three people that we have. We just lost our youth minister, our oh. coordinator of youth ministry. She took another job somewhere else. So uh, it's a little bit on pause. So we're trying to navigate that, that um, transition. Uh, but we are looking forward to hopefully monthly stuff. Um, the way it's going to have to be successful is we're going to have to get volunteers involved, right? Parishioners who mm-hmm. have a passion for not only their families, but others. 
and really figure out how do we move forward. Which is great because, you know, it's like the door closes and then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, a call to arms for the people and say, we need you guys to help. And a lot mm-hmm. of times people will respond, which is great. And Pox has a wonderful congregation. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you guys have a lot of volunteers all the time we to do, do things. So. Yeah, we have, yeah, we have great volunteers. Yeah. My have, dream is to connect those volunteers. Sorry, Nick. No, go ahead. Yeah. Um, my dream is to connect people and families. You may have heard of Teams of Our Lady. Yeah. Uh, movements like that in the mm-hmm. church. And those are great. And we, I, we have some teams in our parish, and we want to uh, increase the number of teams. Uh, but we also want to uh, connect small family groups and center those groups around prayer and community. So it could be as simple as gathering together as a fam- as a group of families, four families or so, uh, praying the rosary together, having a- sharing a meal together, and just learning how to go through life with the support of one another. Which is really one of the things, like, and I've always struggled with in the Catholic Church, is it doesn't seem like we do community well. Yeah. Like, there's, like, you look at the Mormons, and it's like, wow, I can see how that's really appealing. I don't like anything they actually <laughs> believe, but they're, they rock community, <laughs> and, like, they make you feel like you want to be there. And I'm just, like, I'm hoping, like, with this new initiative, like, we really will get more into that in the Catholic Church. And, um, obviously, our last guest, she's doing that, like, for a living. She's helping coordinate that, so... um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's exciting to see that it's happening. Just yeah. kind of like the Eucharistic revival, it's exciting to see that it's like on the radar. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. really really looking forward to it. I think we complicate things too much, and we maybe institutionalize things at the parish. <laughs> no, no, no way. way. <laughs> and it, and it, so often, you know, things like that have to come from parish staff or come from the pastor. And, yeah. Um, I was struck by Pope John Paul II's um, experience as a young adult. It's Karl Wojtyla, right, in, in Poland, and how his uh, parish priest asked Jan Tiranowski, Pope John Paul II's mentor, to gather young adults, and Jan didn't really know what to do. He had a love for St. John of the Cross um, and the Carmelite um, movement, uh, but he, he didn't really quite know what to do. So he said, well, we can pray the rosary together. And I think John Paul II has been said to have looked back on that time and see the simplicity of that, just praying the rosary, growing closer with, with the, uh, the other young adults in that group, uh, how formative that was. And he credits that for so much of his life moving, moving on beyond that. Because it, it doesn't have to be something. And I think we always think that we're like, what can we plan? What yeah. can we do? Yep. And it's like, well, let's just get together and pray the rosary. Yeah. Like, simple god works through it and then yeah. things can build from something simple far more than something grandiose that we overcomplicate and yeah and then I, it then it like fails and we're like oh no we failed right and i believe in that the power of of praying together power of the rosary right she will mary will lead us to where she where she want where her son wants us to go uh, i totally believe that yeah absolutely uh, we're coming up on a break here uh, but we'll be talking more about uh, another local ministry you're involved with the uh, Rochester Rochester Catholic Young Adult uh, Group mm-hmm. and some of the things that they do. Uh, so stay tuned with us here on Real Presence Live. Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scaccio at St. James Coffee, one and only Rochester. Happy to be with you. Uh, on, stay on tuned the Real with Presence us. Radio Network. I grew up in a, a very... A faith-filled home. It wasn't Catholic, but very faith-filled. And uh, but when I got to college, I had a lot of questions, asked a lot of questions, didn't really get answers. And 
and would say I became more of a agnostic. Um, you know, as I then uh, moved out to Seattle, I was really, really searching. And um, but then, you know, all through my life, everything was always compared to the Catholic Church. It was, it was everything and the Catholic Church, and and so I just really felt the need to um, to look into that. And I had a catechism of the Catholic Church. Uh, so, I, you know, that was a great resource and, and spent a lot of time reading through that. So, yeah, I asked a lot of questions, um, had a lot of questions about the church as an authority, especially, and, and being able to rely on that. Um, truth, how can we know truth? Where is the truth? Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. Real Presence Radio is available on Alexa-enabled devices, including Amazon Echo, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To enable the skill, just say, Alexa, enable Real Presence Radio. To listen, say something like, Alexa, open Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, play Sioux Falls, or play AM970, or play WWEN. From there, you can use commands like play, pause, and stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere on Alexa-enabled devices. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Uh, coming to you out of St. James Coffee this morning in Rochester, the lovely Rochester, Minnesota. It's a beautiful day. Um, it's nice to see the sun. There's been so much rain lately, I finally like mowed my lawn, which I'm sure made my neighbors very happy. Um, <laughs> this, I'm Melissa Skasio uh, with Nick Medelsky hosting this morning, and uh, we have a wonderful guest on with us, Zach Rawson, who is the Director of Children, Youth, and Family Ministries at Pox Christie Church across the street. And I must say, Zach is a really brave man. We went to Valley Fair. We took a group of teenagers for um, our Unite Ministries, and he that's, rode on a roller coaster with me. That's brave in and of itself. Yeah, it was brave. Yeah, yeah, right, brave yeah. to take teenagers to Valley Fair, and then Zach rode on a roller coaster with me even after i told him i tend to vomit on these things and um it was the it was the first ride we went on and i didn't vomit on you which was nice and then i was like don't ride with me again just nice. in case so it was a fun day did we ride again together no we did not oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we didn't i was i was a little worried about it like i didn't want to puke on you and then have you not like me anymore <laughs> and it was just your birthday so happy birthday yeah, it was on saturday so thanks. Awesome. Yay birthdays. Yes, yay birthdays, and he doesn't look a day older. <laughs> so uh, we talked about uh, the, your your work over at Fox Christie mm-hmm. and kind of how that's taken different forms and changed shape a little bit recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're also involved with the uh, the young adult group here for Catholics in the Rochester area. Yeah. Uh, how long has that group been around? What is that group? Sort of those kind of things. How'd you get involved? Yeah, that was the first thing I was asked to do when I got to Pox uh-huh. Christie, actually. I, I, I got hired part-time, and then 
they realized, oh, maybe there's, there's something to this guy. <laughs> maybe we'll keep <laughs> him around a little bit. And in order to do that, they added Young Adult Ministry. So it's been around for 11 years, I believe. Huh. And we struggled. Uh, I, I uh, had a lot of events that first year, year and a half, two years, where it was me and maybe one other young Nobody adult. showed up. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Then we hired um, somebody, uh, Dana Petrika. Uh, who now works at the diocese, right. and she has a, a focused background. Okay. Um, and I knew that I, we needed somebody like that, somebody who was going to be more missionary-focused, mm. and wh- it, it just took off from there. Um, uh, so, that, yeah, not only in terms of how many people were attending, uh, but also the the variety of events that we were able to offer, a variety of opportunities for young adults in the area. So what's, uh, you know, some people might not be uh, familiar. I, I think kind of when I was growing up is when the young adult ministries first started to kind of take off in the Catholic sphere. Okay. So what what is, why, why is it important, I guess, to have a ministry within the church that's kind of dedicated to young adults, the, mm-hmm. the age range? I guess we should define what young adults are, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, what age well. those so, even are, yeah. So yeah, what, yeah. what kind of age ranges are we talking about, and, and why is that important? Yeah. Uh, well, keep in mind that young adulthood is maybe a little bit more of a state of mind than it is an age, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, or state in life. Uh, but we say roughly eighteen through thirty-nine. Mm. People, people hear that like what thirty-nine? Uh, I'm not a young adult, but uh, yeah, you are. That's what the church <laughs> defines as young adults. So that's what we went with. Um, obviously, we know the statistics, right, uh, of young adults, even younger, you know, teenagers maybe in middle school students who are the the numbers of, of people who are leaving the faith, just leaving it behind. So to have something that engages young adults in that, you know, that time where they're really looking, is right. this something that I want to stick with? Is, is this even for me? Like maybe I've never even heard of the Catholic church or never considered the Catholic church before. And we can do that by offering initiatives, um, putting some of our efforts into this age group. Yeah, absolutely. So what kind of, um, uh, so young adult ministry is mm-hmm. kind of different from maybe uh, children or youth ministry, which are probably a little more education focused, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, young adult ministry is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So could you uh, tell people kind of what that looks like and what sort of the thinking is behind the way it runs? Yeah, we use the document Sons and Daughters of the Light, uh, which was put out by the USCCB that kind of gives a guide for young adult ministry in the church and in the u.s anyway probably needs to be updated um but the the theme that's uh, current in that document is connection Hmm. um so how do we connect young adults to the church to each other to service um and to the world right Hmm. how do how do we do that um so in here in the rochester area we decided i think that our mission statement is focused on um you know developing relationships with each other community um Forming ourselves intellectually, spiritually, uh, and then um, opportunities for prayer. How do we pray together? Um, in their service somewhere. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember our exact uh, mission statement. Um, but uh, that's kind of what we're focused on. The events that we offer, the things that we try to provide are, are, are revolve, revolve around that. Did that answer your question, Nick? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think that's something uh, that the people hear about young adult ministry, and they're like, okay, what's this one about now? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to know that uh, it's to, to help continue community or build community. Like you said, yep. these events aren't 
That you don't check the Catholic card at the door when people come to the events, right? You right. don't have to. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> no. Yep. No, and we love it when non-Catholics come. Um, they're they're usually the most curious, right? And I think it's great because I would have given my left leg to have mm. what they have in Rochester at that time in my life because I yeah. was just very lost and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm like the only Catholic I know yeah. in yep. college. And I'm just like, yeah. what is happening? Mm-hmm. I have no community. I have nothing. And it's just like floundering by yourself. So if I could have found something like this, this that would have been, oh, I could have been doing good things much sooner. <laughs> yeah. I think Catholic parishes don't realize this yet, but they will. How much in debt they're going to be to Catholic Newman Center's mm. campus ministry yeah. in the school's last, I don't know, decade, decade plus, two decades, uh, because they've realized that it's important to invest in their college students, right? So we have a lot of college students who graduate and come to Rochester for the Mayo, right. uh, for medical communities, for, for some of the tech businesses that we have here. And um, they're, they're longing to get involved into parish. Mm. Young adult ministry is maybe that front door, that first step that they can take where they can find their peers and connect with them, but then also figure out, okay, how do I serve like I did back in college, you know, right. in campus ministry or Newman, Newman centers and, and get into uh, life in a parish. Yeah. That transitional time is really mm-hmm. important. Like, yeah. cause you, it's, it's really easy, especially to come to a place like Rochester has like seven parishes Yep. and it's just, it's really easy to get lost and mm-hmm. it, it's almost like a mentorship program. That's how I kind of like to think about it is you find people who are already doing it and it's like, Oh, then you just kind of slide into a role instead of having to start from scratch and perhaps get lost in the process. Yeah. And we found that parishes who, um, support what we're doing in, in young adult ministry who invest in it, they reap the benefits of it. They find lots of young adults are ready to be catechists. They're well catechized themselves, so that it's a uh, shallow, natural fit, yeah, yeah, natural fit. Um, and they, they're, the, they're the ones that are looking to be involved in a, in a Catholic church right. and willing to give their time. And they have time because they, they probably aren't it, married yeah. yet and right. they don't have don't children have to chase. And yeah. It's yep. like a pool of volunteers to yeah. draw from Absolutely. if you just know where to go and get them. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a like a parish vocation program in a way and that you're yep. able to fill those roles, like you said, catechists and different things like that. So that's that's really a phenomenal way of looking at it. And like mm-hmm. you said, a, a place like Rochester, we have people who are coming from straight out of college, straight out of medical school, nursing school, whatever, to yep. come work at Mayo, work at IBM, whatever it is, yeah. for them to be able to plug into a community that's already here. Yep. Right is a very important part of helping them integrate. <laughs> yeah, and that's huge, especially in Rochester. Maybe other places too. I don't. I don't. I can't speak from experience, but so many people are are not from this town. Right. Right. And and Rochester's big, and there's a lot of stuff to do, but yep. there's also not a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> right, so yeah. where do you find friends? Like young adults, work, the bar. Yeah, work, you need to go the to the bar, bar and work. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Rochester young adults ministry uh, has filled that need. They can connect with with people that are like minded, that share some some moral base, right? Um, and 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 really just find a place that they can call home. Mm. Um, we've even seen some people who choose to come to Rochester because they've heard young adult ministry wow. is, is um, vibrant and very cool, um, attractive. Yeah, we have people that like to the events. There's a group of people that come from Austin and they carpool yeah, they together. Do, yeah. wow. and like they they come from all over the place to find this because they don't have it where mm-hmm. they are, which is really a, a beautiful thing to see. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, someone who's looking to get involved—I mean, mm-hmm. d- is there a? You d- do you have to fill out a form to, yeah. to come to things, or, or how does that work? You don't. Um, <laughs> the best way to get involved is to go to our website, which is RochesterCatholicMN.org, and there you can sign up for our weekly email list that you'll get a bunch of different things that you can be involved in. It's almost overwhelming. Um, <laughs> But emails are fine. I mean, you can you can ignore them if you want. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that's that's probably the best way. Another way would be to contact your parish and uh, ask for the young adult representative. Uh, our website also lists our leadership team, and you can contact any number one any of those uh, people, and they're great. They're willing to uh, let people know what's going on and, and even go with them to events so that they're not alone. You can come find me at the coffee shop because they run yeah. a lot of their things through the coffee shop, which is great. They've extended the age past 39, so I can still <laughs> attend events. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, a lot of people come in here because they're like, I heard I should come here because yep. this is a cool place. And then they'll be like, do you know what's going on with the young adults? And I'm like, actually, I do. Um, there's a lot of things that, I mean, they run a lot of great things here. And you'll see a fair number of young adults who just hang out here. Usually, yeah. St. James is, is awesome for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're kind of nearing the end of our time together. Any final thoughts? Anything else you'd like to share? Maybe I could just share a couple of events that are coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the first one is Faith in Sports Night. It's just a very, very easy thing to come to. It's on September 1st. Is that when? It's Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Over at Pox Christi, I believe. Um, so if you're looking to play some uh, like low-key games, or, yeah. volleyball. Ultimate yeah, Frisbee, maybe. <laughs> yep. Uh, and hear a little bit about of a testimony from a young adult. That's a good thing. We're volunteering with Channel One, which is our regional food bank, mm. um, on September 2nd. Uh, and then we're getting ready, gearing up for a Theology on Tap series. That's oh, going to start cool. on October 10th, and we'll start getting more information out about that soon. Oh, and we have a murder cool. mystery coming up. We're doing it at St. James. I think that's the end of September. So, yeah. like, there's yeah. a lot of really, there's various social things they do. And then there are, there's a catechism group that meets here every yep. Tuesday as every well. Tuesday. So, like, if you're looking for the formation part, that definitely can happen. And if you're looking for the fun part, yep. there's, a, there's a, a wide variety of, I mean, they're so lucky to have so many things to choose from. Yeah. There's, like, an online prayer rosary Zoom every week. Or not even every, every week. It's every day. Every day. Yeah. Wow. Yep. A group of young adults gather together to, to pray the rosary. They do morning prayer. They do morning prayer, and then they do a rosary. Yep. And, Very cool. And the, the Zoom links are in the flock note. So they if are. you get on the email list, um, it has everything you need in there. Yep. Well, fantastic. Uh, Zach, thanks so much. Yeah, this was great. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, you're welcome. It was fun to see you. You too. Like, I don't see you almost yeah, every day, but... <laughs> Good to see you again. Again, yes. <laughs> and one more time, that website is... RochesterCatholicMN.org. O-R-G. All right, fantastic. Uh, Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scaccio here at the one and only St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. Up next, we're going to hear about uh, Seeds of Wisdom in South Sudan, another uh, guest here on the spot in person coming into the hot seat. Stay tuned here on Real Presence Radio. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.